let's go. Sports Variety and Strife with James Liebling. Up next. All right. Today it is an history lesson going back to kind of late last year for the NBA. NBA history lesson today for today in light of current events. And also this, which we need to do right now. Quiz time, quiz time, quiz time, quiz time, quiz time. Last time, it was about Lou Williams, and we had the intro- very, very horrible game as far as closeness goes for the game five, Mavericks versus Clippers. I mean, it was just the Clippers' blood all the way. The Clippers made several bits of history, including Lou Williams scoring 36 points off the bench so we were asking you how many times has Lou Williams scored 30 plus points off the bench in a playoff game and as we told you last time he is the he has the third most 30 30 plus points in playoff games off the bench in NBA history the answer to that would be he has had three which is quite impressive by the way the other two times in which he has scored over 30 off the bench in a playoff game. Kind of unsurprisingly came during last year's Golden State Warriors LA Clippers first round matchup that they lost 4-2. to two. It was during their two wins in the impressive 135-131 to 131 game two victory. He had 36 points in 32 and a half minutes and in their game um, five victory he had 33. All right. Now, for the new quiz question, we decided to take a little bit of a break from basketball and take a look at the Angels, the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim and their trade of Tommy LaStella to the Oakland A's now, of course. Well, not of course. Maybe you haven't been following them. And if you're an Angels fan, I pity you if you have been following them. Because they have the third worst record in the major leagues right now. Behind them is Boston at 10 and 22 with a 3.13 winning percentage. Not so hot right there for the Boston Red Sox. Oh well, actually Pittsburgh is 9 and 20 with a 3.10, and then 11 and 22 a game, one game, excuse me, one win above the Boston. Red Sox are the LA Angels with a winning percentage of 333 and 11 and 22 records. So they're not going anywhere this year, even with Anthony Rendon and Mike Trout and their manager that everyone loves, that being Joe Madden. So they decided to trade Tommy LaStella to the Oakland A's, who are leading the AL West. They are actually, Houston has recovered nicely. Houston's now 19 and 14, only two and a half games behind Oakland for the top spot in the AL West. And Tom and Estella's contract is up. Not gonna, Angels not going to be doing anything this year, so didn't lose anything by trading Tom and Estella. Tom and Estella, he had a good first half last year, 80 games he played last year. Then he got injured. He was an all-star because he just had such a great first half, but. Other than that, uh, I don't know. He's not been very impressive. But Franklin Barreto, the 
dude from the Oakland A's going to the Los Angeles Angels. He's kind of been a top prospect that has kind of busted, been a bust so far. He's now 24 years of age from Caracas, Venezuela. And his debut was all the way back in 2017, but he has never, ever really broken into the major leagues and stayed there permanently. The most played appearances he has had was 76 in 2017, his first year. And now he's been playing for very small chunks in the major leagues for four years now. Now that he goes to the Angels, but maybe we'll, we'll see if he has the opportunity to break through with the Angels, who probably are going to continue to move people. We'll see what happens before the trade deadline tomorrow. But Tommy Lestella, I was Oakland seemed to be kind of excited to be getting him. Obviously, they were beefing up for the run for a potential World Series. Personally, I don't think that happened. That that will happen, but we'll see. And Tommy Lestella, Tommy not Tommy Lestella, Tommy Lestella's stats. How many years has he played? 100 games or more in a season. How many seasons? With 100 games or more, as Tommy Lestella had. Keep in mind, he debuted in 2014 with Atlanta. He was then with Chicago, or the Cubs, that is, from 2015 to 2018. Signed with the Angels in 2019. And got traded from the Angels in 2020, the shortened season. So, talk sports with James at gmail.com. If you want to get a free tie, be the first to correctly answer the quiz question, and you will receive exactly that, a free tie. Let us now move on to our main portion of the podcast episode today. and That would be our NBA history lesson going all the way back just to 2019, October 4th, 2019. Daryl Morey and the Hong Kong protests, protests, about uh, freedom, and so Maury, Daryl Maury, the Houston Rockets GM, tweets, fight for freedom, stand with Hong Kong, that's an image that read those words, and then he deletes his tweet, October, f- October 5th, the owner, Timlin Fertitta of the Houston Rockets, tweets out, listen, at Daryl Maury does not speak for the at Houston Rockets, our president in Tokyo is all about the promotion of the at NBA internationally, and we are not, not all in caps, N O T, all in caps, a political organization. And at ESPN Twitter.com slash DMORI slash status. And this is according to this October 5th, 2019 ESPN story. Fertitta told ESPN's Tim McMahon that he felt compelled to publicly clarify that the Rockets do not take political positions due to the reaction to Maury's tweet. But Fertitta stressed that he has no issues with Maury. All right. So that's pretty clear right there, right? And Daryl Maury on October 6th, two tweets. I did not intend my tweet to cause any offense to Rockets fans and friends of mine in China. I was merely voicing one thought based on one interpretation. Of one complicated event, I have had a lot of opportunity since that tweet to hear and consider other perspectives. That was one tweet. Another tweet. I've always appreciated the significant support our Chinese fans and sponsors have provided, and I would hope that those who are upset will know that offending or misunderstanding them was not 
my intention. My tweets are my own and in no way represent the Rockets or the NBA. All right. Daryl Morey. Fight for freedom. All right. Now, LeBron James then gets into the fray. Mm. He was not happy. Not happy. I mean, he was very inconvenienced because of this. China was not happy about this. He tweets out, My team in this league just went through a difficult week. I think people need to understand what a tweet or statement can do to others. I believe nobody stopped and considered what would happen. Could have waited a week to send it. All right. LeBron James weighing in. Not happy with Daryl Morey. Not happy, not happy at all. And what about... Uh, he, he also called it a very delicate situation, a sensitive situation. When I speak about something, I speak about something I'm very knowledgeable about or something that hits home for me. I felt like with this particular situation, not only was I not informed enough about it, I just felt like it was something... Not only myself and teammates, an organization had enough information to talk about in this point in time. Still feel the same way. Mm-hmm. Well. And he talked about Adam Silver doing a great job doing that delicate line. Adam, the league had done some statements about this said that in part, Mari's tweet was regrettable for those whom it offended. And then later, Silver offered stronger support. I think as a values-based organization that I want to make it clear that Daryl Mori is supported in terms of his ability to exercise his freedom of expression. Yay. What great support. What great support. And so, that was the stance of... The NBA, not a political organization, not a political organization. They do have, people do have the right to freedom of speech, but, you know, we don't want to offend anybody. We're sorry if we offended anybody. All right. Just just a little history lesson from the NBA. I think we're, we now pretty much know what the values of the NBA are. The NBA certainly is a values-based organization, one run on money and catering. They know their fan base. That would be the Democratic Party and the China and China as well. Alright, now before I get out of here, I do want to give my thanks to the Blessed Trinity and the Holy Family, my patron saints Francis Xavier and James the Greater, my family, my grandmother, and my uncle. Also, my guardian angel. And finally, Brian Seaman, Adam Oz, Noah Eagle, and Michael Madden. And, of course, all of this is just my opinion. None of it is theirs. Uh, they've just expressed their support and helped me with creating this podcast. So, all of the opinion is mine and mine alone. Or if I have a guest, it's the guest's opinion. All right. Tuesday, next episode coming out. Remember, talk sports with James at gmail.com if you want to comment on the show or participate in the quiz. Talk sports with James at gmail.com, and we will see you Tuesday. Bonsuelo. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to Sports Variety and Strife. If you want to comment, please do so. Talk sports with James at gmail.com. See you next time.